fabulously delicious The French Food Podcast is proudly part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. If you're looking for more fabulous podcasts on history, news, and pop culture, then check out evergreenpodcast.com. Part of France's culinary and brewing traditions is the humble yet remarkable hops plant, also known as hobs. With its delicate green cones, hobs brings a touch of botanical elegance to both the brewing fat and the kitchen stove. Renowned for its bittering, flavouring and aromatic qualities, hops has woven itself into the fabric of French culture, leaving its mark not only on the manufacturing of beer, but also in gastronomy. Hops' influence extends beyond the brewing barrel. In French cuisine, this versatile plant has carved a unique niche. As an aromatic ingredient, hops imparts distinctive earthy and floral notes to culinary creations, adding depth and complexity to dishes. French chefs now incorporate hops to elevate their cuisine's flavour profile. The interplay between hops and ingredients like meats, vegetables and even desserts offers a sensory journey through the lush landscapes of France. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best life in the French countryside. Life is all about cooking, eating, and meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over, would you believe, 1,500 French cheeses, and sharing these experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today, we're continuing the A to Z of French herbs, and today's herb is hops. Yes, that's right, hops. You thought this was just for beer making, didn't you? Yes, you'd be right, this is the main usage of hops, but it can also be used as a culinary herb, or even a vegetable. So, sit back, turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, and add a bit of saucisson on maybe, or some of that delicious French cheese that I mentioned before and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs, hops. Hops, or Le Blanc, as it is pronounced in French, is spelt Le, L-E, Blanc, H-O-U-B-L-O-N. Hops is a species of the Humulus lupus plants. It's thought that the botanical name Humulus is derived from Humlet, the Swedish name for hops. Lupus comes from the Latin term lupus, which means wolf. This is thought to have come from the plant growing amongst the wickers in the wild. It strangles other plants by climbing them with a light embrace, as a wolf does to a sheep. Hops is also known as devil's wood, northern vine, or luplin hops. Some say that hops came from Central Europe, others say China. But what we do know is that hops can now be found in Australia, South Africa, 
and North America and South America. Species of hops that grew in the wild in America have hybridised over time with the European varieties that were introduced by settlers. Hops is in the same family of plants as hemp and marijuana. Hops is a woody, climbing or crawling plant that has a herbaceous spine and a large fleshy root. It's a perennial plant. The stems of the plant can grow for as long as 10 metres. The plant has either male or female flowers. Sometimes though one plant can have both male and female flowers. The female flowered plants have more than 1,000 chemical compounds, including resins, essential oils and proteins. Depending on the plant, the essential oil that is secreted represents up to 3% of the dried hops. This oil gives the hops its characteristic smell and aroma, and that's what adds flavour to beer. Surprisingly, the genome of the hops plant is quite large and is actually around a similar size to the human genome. Hops prefers nutrient-rich soils and is often found in the wild at the edge of woodlands, in clearings, along riverbanks, in hedges and on embankments. It sends up new shoots in early spring and then dies back in autumn. Harvest of hops commercially has been happening for over a thousand years. In fact, in Germany in 1998, a stamp was issued to commemorate 1100 years of cultivation of hops in Germany. The oldest record of the use of hops in the making of beer goes back to 822 in a document signed by Adela de Corby, who was the son of Pepin the Short, who we'll talk about later. In the US, hops began to be cultivated by the English settlers in 1695 in Massachusetts, and then in New South Wales and Australia, the first hops harvest was in 1803. Now, the main producers of hops around the world are the US and Germany, with over 50,000 tonnes of production a year, which equates to around 77% of the market in the world. France is number 10 in the world for production, with just over 800 tonnes a year. Pretty much nearly all of this production of hops is destined for the brewing industry. Fabulously Delicious is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. You can actually check out other fabulous shows at evergreenpodcast.com. In France, hops is generally grown in the northern and eastern parts of the country. You'll see a hops farm by the plants growing on long rows of cables, nearly 7 metres tall, and usually in a V-shape. The plant grows quite fast. In fact, it can grow by 15 to 30 centimetres within just 24 hours. The presence of hops in France can be traced back to the Middle Ages. In the 8th century, they were mentioned in the royal decrees of Pepin the Short, who was the king of Franks. Franks were German-speaking peoples who invaded the Western Roman Empire back in the 5th century. The hops crop is a perennial crop that can last more than 20 years. When first planted, the producers have to wait three years until their first harvest can take place. Interestingly, when harvesting hops by hand, the pickers often can get dermatitis. In fact, 
3% of the pickers of hops actually get skin lesions on the face, arms and legs. And there have even been cases where pickers have had to seek medical treatment at hospitals. Hops cones are toxic when swallowed by dogs, so be sure to keep your furry friends away from the hops plants. The making of beer is synonymous with hops. In 1516, Bavaria's Duke William IV enacted the law of the purity of beer, which decreed that only barley, hops and water could be used as ingredients in the making of beer. We now, of course, use yeast to create the fermentation process in beer, but yeast wasn't known at the time. Hops used in England were actually imported from France, Holland and Germany, and weren't grown in Kent until they were introduced by Dutch farmers there in the 1500s. The first book to mention the use of hops in beer was written by a woman in the 12th century, a German nun by the name of Hildegard de Bingen, who highlighted the aromatic and preservative properties of hops. French hops come primarily from the key hop-growing regions of France, particularly in the region of Alsace, on the west bank of the Upper Rhine. Politically, for hundreds of years the region has gone back and forth between Germany and France. Its German name is Alsace. France, and especially Alsace, has been a hop-growing region for many centuries. Beer producers in France use mainly only unfertilized female plants. The male hops are removed as to avoid seed production because the seeds can be oxidized and not appreciated in the flavor of the beer. Often the production and harvesting of hops by the farmer will be done via contracts between brewers so as to maintain continuity with the production and supply of beer. Since the commercial production of hops began, there has only been two large halts in the growing of hops production. That would be during the First and Second World Wars. Otherwise, there has been a continuing increase in production of hops. There is an expression in the business of hops. It's called noble hops. This is a reference to four specific varieties of hops. Halatal, Tetnasia, Spol, and Sauce. These four European varieties have low bitterness and a rich aroma, so are much sought after. They're also often called golden hops. Hops can be found in the culinary world, with again the female cone being the main part of the plant that's used but also young hop shoots are tender and edible. So when they come out of the ground at the beginning of spring, they are often eaten raw in salads or cooked like you would asparagus. The raw hops in Belgium is considered the Northern truffle and is a luxury product that can fetch over 1,000 euro a kilo at auctions. You can also consume hops as a herbal tea, specifically a sleep tea, as well as an infusion or even a decoction. The infusions are better when done as a cold infusion. In many countries, hops is also used in the making of sourdough bread. And in Paris, there is a boutique beer making class that gives the leftover hops to a nearby cookie maker 
who makes biscuits and even ice cream out of it. I mentioned Pepin the Short before. He was famous for saying, Who ought to be King of France? The person who has the title? Or the man who has the power? Interesting, Pepin. Thanks for that. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious. Have you ever eaten hops? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. Slide into my DMs, at Andrew Pryor Fabulously, as I'd love to chat and find out all about it. Thank you for listening, and remember, you know what my motto is? Whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup, and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.